everyone. I am Matthew Varus, and welcome to Matt's World, where it is my world, and you all just live in it. And today, on Wrestle Talk Wednesday, this is going to be somewhat of a short episode. Um, actually, right now, as I'm recording this, it's 7.23, and looks like I'm going to miss um, AEW, because... AEW is on tonight, but uh, I had to do some grocery shopping, plus I had to let my phone power up. So, yeah. Oh, well. I got my friend, uh, Prima Johnny, who's probably going to watch it for me. So, uh, yeah. Now, having said all that, uh, it's also going to be short because there's only one real subject that I really want to talk about here. And that is the arrest, once again, of Jeff Hardy. Yes, Jeff Hardy, he was arrested in North... Uh, sorry, in Florida. I thought it was in North Carolina, but actually it turns out it was in Florida. I forget where in Florida, but it's where um, our other favorite wrestling fuck-up, Tammy Sitch, a.k.a. Sonny, was arrested. Of course, the only difference is that Sonny killed someone, and Jeff Hardy didn't. Now, Jeff Hardy did not kill anybody, but however, he did violate his parole by driving with a suspended license, and because he got another DUI... He is looking at some serious jail time. And AEW, of course, released a statement saying that, you know, he is going to rehab. He is um, supposed to complete his rehab and then he'll return to AEW. And if he's looking at some serious jail time, I mean, I don't know how much time he is, I mean, time he's going to get, but... From, I don't know, I mean, my guess would probably be four or five years. I mean, plus he's kind of getting to that point where his wrestling career is somewhat over. I mean, yeah, he still looks good in the ring and, and all, but uh, I don't see him ever winning another world championship again, in a especially in AEW. So, I would say... If he winds up getting a long prison sentence, then his wrestling career is ultimately fucked. Yes, it is ultimately fucked. And we all know that Jeff Hardy has battled with alcohol and substance abuse and... Also on Stone Cold's podcast, he says that uh, quitting the drugs was a lot easier than quitting drinking. And you know what? And let me just say, say this. You know, as a addict myself, you know, I'm an alcoholic. I have been sober now. Wait, January, February, March, April, May, June. Yeah, I've been, well, anyways, I've been pretty much sober since, uh, since January 2nd. So, February, March, April, May, June. That's five months sober. Yeah, five months sober. And I understand that addiction is hard, you know. I mean, I don't get as much cravings for, for alcohol. I mean, um, in fact, actually, today I was thinking, like, wow, you know, summertime you know my summer selfishness you know i'm having fun you know i was thinking like wow i'm doing this uh all without having a drink so yeah but having said all that i mean if you we all know common sense is if you're going to drink you do not drive and jeff hardy it I think he's had, like, maybe, like, five DUIs, whereas Tammy Sitch has probably gotten, like, eight or nine. I mean, let me tell you something. It's a good thing I am not making the laws, because if 
I were in charge and I were making the laws, let me tell you something. By the third DUI, not only do you get your license taken away, you get your car taken away, okay? You're not even allowed to own a car, okay? You're not allowed to own a car at that point, okay? Let alone drive it, all right? And Jeff Hardy really needs to get his shit together, okay? He really needs to get his shit together. I'm sympathetic, I'm sorry, and I want him to get better, but at the same time, this is reaching Tammy Sitch levels. And like I said, the only difference between Jeff Hardy and Tammy Sitch is that Tammy Sitch actually killed someone. And because Tammy killed someone, for me, I'm done. I'm done with Tammy Sitch, I'm done with her. And she really needs to go to prison. I mean, I know that she's been locked up before and apparently it did nothing. But let me tell you something. She needs to go away for a very, very, very long time. You know, especially because she killed a father too. I mean, let me tell you something. You do that, you need to never, ever, ever see sunlight after doing all that. Yeah, okay, you do not ever get to see sunlight after that. Okay, so consider, so, so consider yourself fucked after doing all that, okay? Consider your life pretty much fucked. And this is the road that Jeff Hardy is heading down, okay? Especially if he's going to be doing some some jail time. I mean, if it's four or five years, then guess what? His career is over, okay? I can't see any other promotion wanting to pick him up. I don't see see him uh, ever winning another world title. I mean, plus, you know, he is at the tail end of his career. You know, maybe it's time to call it quits. You know, it's time to call it, call it, call it quits. And I grew up on Jeff... Hardy and Hardy Boys. I loved the Hardy Boys. Jeff was my all-time favorite. I mean, Matt was cool, but Jeff, we all know Jeff Hardy was the MVP. Okay? Jeff Hardy is the MVP of that team. And, you know, he can still put on some good matches. I mean, he had a great match with, with Darby Allen. You know, good hardcore match in that Owen Hart tournament. But, you know, eh. You know, after this, I mean, it's like, I mean, I'm just disappointed. You know, very disappointed. Especially because, you know, when he went to AEW, it was like, wow. You know, he's, you know, he's finally getting his life in order. He's finally getting it together. And then we get this. And, you know, part of me does want him to get better. And I really do hope that he gets better. You know, and I hope he also realizes that he cannot ever, ever have a drink again. I mean, it's as simple as that. You know, people like me, Jeff Hardy, uh, you know, and to, ex to, ex to an extent, Scott Hall, even though um, we all know that Scott Hall, he uh, went off I mean, he fell off the wagon um, during the pandemic and, um, you know, and he wound up, um, you know, of course, well, he didn't pass away because of the alcohol, but, uh, you know, he did fall off the wagon again. And, but, you know, the point is, we cannot have a drink, okay? We just cannot have a drink. You know, because once we start with one drink, then it turns into two drinks, and then it's three, and it's five. And that was my issue with alcohol. You know, my issue with alcohol was binge drinking. And, you know, I mean, of course it wasn't, I wouldn't say it's that worse. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, I woke up every morning and was like, oh, I need to have a drink, I need to have a drink, I need to have a drink. No, I, I wasn't that. I mean, it I mean, I could probably go like a week or two weeks without without drinking, but then I realized that, you know, I couldn't just stop at one. 
And that's when I realized that I needed help. Yep, I realized that I needed help and I had to stop. And because, because of that, I no longer drink. That's right, I no longer drink. And Jeff Hardy, that has got to be, that is, blah, that is the way it has to be for him. He cannot have a drink, okay? Not even one drink, okay? No. No shots, no, uh, you know, not a bottle, not even a glass of wine, okay? Not even a glass of wine, okay? He cannot have a drink. Now, of course, you have to take it one step at a time, one day at a time, because that's how... I have been battling my alcoholism. I've been taking it one day at a time. You know, I, um, you know, I wake up and, you know, and I put one foot in front of the other. And of course I know that I cannot drink. So, you know, I just have to remember that, you know, I cannot drink for that day or for any other day. And that's pretty much what you have to do. You know, the, in AA, they tell you that. You take it one day at a time. You say to yourself, okay, today I will not drink. And that's what it's all about. Getting through the day without having a drink. And that also goes towards uh, any other addictions you have either. I, Yeah. You know, you have to say to yourself, okay, today I will not smoke a cigarette. Today I will not smoke weed. You know, today I will not snort cocaine. You know, any addiction you have, you have to get through it by the day. No matter how long you've been sober for. I mean, Robin Williams was like sober for like maybe 15, 12 years before he fell off the wagon. And then I think about two or three years later, he passed away. You know, and it goes to show you that once again, you have to get through the day. It's not a sprint. You know, addiction is not a sprint, it's a marathon. It is a marathon. And that's what Jeff Hardy is in now. He is in a marathon. And he needs to get through this marathon, and he has to overcome his demons. And I hope that he does beat his demons. Not only for himself, but for his uh, wife, I think he's, yeah, I think he's still married. Yeah, his wife and for his kids. He has two little girls and he says that, you know, he doesn't want to disappoint them. You know, he doesn't want people talking bad about their dad. Well, let me tell you something. I mean, if you want, I mean, if you don't want your kids to hear anything bad about your, about your dad, I mean, like, well, one, too little, too late because the internet is everywhere. But... If you want to leave a lasting impression on them, you have to start by not drinking. Putting one foot in front of the other. And that's the way it has to be. And that's it. I'm getting off my soapbox. Get better, Jeff. And anybody else who's battling alcohol. I'm going to get myself something to drink. Not alcohol. And I'll be right back. All right. Got me some Mountain Dew Zero. Actually, uh, this is going to be my last ones for a while because my mom says I've been getting a little addicted to it. And yeah, well, you can't blame me for it. it tastes so good. Now, having said all that, we're going to get into our WWF home video review. And this one is Rowdy Roddy Piper's Greatest Hits, which was released September 15th, 1985. And the host is Mean Woo by Golly Jean. Alright, we start off the video with a Piper's Pit with Andre the Giant. Piper makes Andre pissed off by 
claims by Big John Studd that he slammed Andre, and of course Andre denies it. After which, Piper claims he can slam Andre, and this, of course, further pisses him off and picks him up by the shirt. After Andre leaves, Piper challenges Andre and says the infamous line, You do not throw rocks at a man who has a machine gun. Yep. Makes sense. <laughs> Great segment, which leads to our first match. Oh, that's good. Mm. <clears throat> Rowdy Ronnie Piper and Dr. Death Dave Schultz versus Andre the Giant. And the Superfly, Jimmy Snooker. Andre works most of the match in the beginning until Piper hits him with brass knuckles behind the ref's back. And Andre is gushing blood. Piper and Schultz continue working on Andre until we skip to Andre being escorted out due to a loss of blood. And now it's two on one. Snuka works the match by himself until Andre comes back with a big bandage over his head. Andre starts cleaning house until Piper and Schultz lead the ring and are DQ'd, which makes no sense. Despite the screwing ending, it was still a good match. And, of course, due to the blood, you know, I mean, Andre was bleeding buckets in that one. And thus, I give it three and a half stars. We then go to the first ever Piper's Pit, where Piper beat up Frank Williams from a Columbus, Ohio, and says, Just when they think they got the answers, I change the questions. A legendary segment worth watching, of course. We then go to a talking segment featuring Vinnie Mac and his lordship, Lord Alfred Hayes, which Mean Gene talks over, which leads to our next segment. We go to the segment where Piper was on the set of the A-Team and him and Mr. T almost go to blows. And that, of course, leads to... The war to settle the score for the WWF Championship. Hulk Hogan and Rowdy Ronnie Piper. This, of course, was the first major event that WWE put on, which would lead to the first WrestleMania. We also see Bob Costas being the guest ring announcer for this match. Yep, Bob Costas worked with Vince McMahon back in the day before the infamous interview. We see Hogan coming out with Cindy Lauper, Captain Lou, and David Wolf, which gets a huge pop. And then we see Hogan talk with Mr. T. Yeah, Mr. T was there at ringside. The bell rings, and we get a slugfest. Hulk takes over, then Piper, and then Hulk again until Mr. Wonderful makes his way to ringside. The ref gets... Gets bumped by Hogan accidentally, and the bad guys start stomping Hogan. Cindy is on the apron, and the bad guys go after her until T makes the save. They jump T from behind, Hulk hulks up, and Piper and Orndorff leave the ring briefly, and then we get chaos with the security guards. This, of course, led up to the first WrestleMania, but as far as... The match itself, it was good, and I didn't mind the DQ ending, so I give this one four stars. We then go to a Piper's Pit, where Piper interviews himself. We have Piper in a tuxedo, and we see him again in a t-shirt and kelt. Yep, he interviews himself. Uh, this, of course, plays into Piper's ego as a heel, which makes it... A good segment. Not great, but good. 
We then go to another interview segment, only this time it's with Piper, Orndorff, and Orton leading up to WrestleMania 1. It takes place at the Mid-City Health Club in New York City. We see Orndorff and Piper meditating, and when Mean Gene goes to interview Piper, Piper snaps at him. We cut to Mr. Wonderful lifting weights in preparation for the match. Then Piper takes out a leather strap belt, and we cut to them throwing Mean Gene out of the, you know, out of the bed, and Orton beating up, I mean, out of the gym, and Orton beating up an innocent bystander, and that is a great segment there. Yeah, great segment. We then go to the infamous segment where Orton and Piper see a doctor along with Vince. Turns out Orton has been faking the arm injury, and of course, as usual, Piper gets frantic and starts mocking the doctor. Again, another great segment. You should definitely check it out. Uh, you know, he calls the doctor a quack, and we see a young Vince McMahon in there. We then go to the most popular Piper's pit ever, where Piper hits Snooka with the coconut and whips him with a belt. Yep, the infamous uh, coconut thing. This segment is worth watching over and over again. We also see Piper watching the segment, and it eventually leads to him slapping Alfred Hayes and Vince losing his shit. He's like, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? You know, and, and stuff. So definitely worth watching. Next, we get the grudge match. Rowdy Ronnie Piper versus Jimmy Superfly Snuka in a no-DQ match. This match takes place in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where Luthez is the guest referee. Wow. It starts hot and heavy in the beginning, and then it goes outside where Piper uses a chair. Snuka gets back in the ring, and he starts to take over, and then they brawl outside again. Snuka hits Piper with a chair, and they go back inside, and then gets back. And, the, yeah, referee gets bombed. Piper takes Lou's belt and starts whipping the dog shit out of him. Oh, did I have a notification there. And choking him until Lou pulls him off. Piper hits Lou, which allows Snooka to have a turn with the belt. And Lou hits Piper back. Piper leaves the ring, and Lou... Thez awards the match to Snuka by countout. This was good. This was a good brawl and very entertaining. However, I wish it went on a, a bit longer and wish we got some blood. You know, because a little blood never hurt anybody. Nonetheless, I gave it four stars. We then see a segment where Piper gets a letter from Jimmy's son. Yep, Snuka's son, asking him to forgive him, which Piper refuses, and very short but sweet. Yeah, short but sweet segment. We then go to a Piper's pit with Piper and the Tonga kid. Piper makes fun of his skirt, and Tonga returns the favor. The two exchange more words until Piper walks off. Oh, yeah, that's good. <coughs> and this leads to Roddy Roddy Piper versus the Tonga Kid. This match took place at the Spectrum Center with Jimmy in Tonga's corner. Match starts out fast and furious, and later on in the match, Tonga Kid twice does some, some breakdancing, which is pretty cool. The match ends when Snuka gets in and attacks Roddy after Roddy attacked him on the outside, and then Cowboy comes out to help Piper. We then get a pure six brawl with the good guys standing tall, and the match ending in a draw. Not, let's see, another bad, blah, blah, two. 
Yeah, I'm stumbling over my words here. Another bad ending to a good match, and this is when I thought the match was starting to get good. So I gave it two and a half stars. Next, we have Roddy Ronnie Piper and Cowboy Bob Orton versus Jimmy Snuka and the Tonga Kid. This match takes place at Madison Square Garden. The match starts off hot with the good guys beating the crap out of the bad guys. Soon the bad guys take over after Piper does his signature poke to the eyes of Jimmy. Eventually, the match ends when all four are in the ring and Jimmy pushes the ref and it's a DQ to end the video. Yo. Yep, that was uh, the last match there. Another DQ finish, but the match was still good and Piper and Orton made a lot of quick tags during the match and cheated behind the referee's back. So I gave it three and a half stars and that's just me being nice. And my final grade for this is a B minus. The only thing that keeps this video from getting an A is that the matches either end in a count out, draw, or a DQ, and most of the matches were good. The Piper's Pit segments are legendary and worth watching over and over again, including the one with Snuka. I'm kind of disappointed that they don't have the WrestleMania 1 match on here after having some stuff that led up to it, and I think it would have made the video very special. It is flawed, but not too flawed to enjoy, as this does capture the height of Piper's early run in the WWF. A must-have for any Piper fan. Recommended. B-. minus. And I'm going to get me some food, and I'll be right back with our match of the day all right now we go to our match of the day from hardcore heaven 1999 rob van dam versus jerry lynn and this was for the ecw television championship they have been having a major major feud for most of 1999 and it went all the way back to february and I actually remember this match because I saw this on one of the best of ECW um, videotapes that I actually rented from Blockbuster. So, I got me some um, breaded chicken that my mom made. Thank you, Mom. Love you. And now we're going to get right into the... Oh, sorry, I knocked my phone slash microphone down. So let's uh, get right into the match here. Gonna eat me some little chicken, and I'll let you guys listen to Joey Styles for a bit. Mm. Ah, that's good. Mm. 
Yeah, my mom makes good, you know, bread, chicken, you know, the breadcrumbs and stuff. You should come over and try it, guys. It's good, especially with barbecue sauce. Yeah, I still got a few more. Yeah, actually, I got one more piece to go here. But, uh, yeah, I'll let you guys uh, listen to the commentary here for a bit as I enjoy my last pieces. My last piece of chicken.
Oh, yeah. That was pretty good right there. Good exchanges. Turn it down so you can listen to my commentary. There's Bill Alfonso there talking with RVD. Right down the middle, Daddy. Right down the middle. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yep, still got my Mountain Dew Zero here. Of course, you can't. Watch a wrestling match without uh, Mountain Dew Zero. <laughs> In fact, I'm actually going to have this uh, when I watch Forbidden Door on pay-per-view. And oh, Lynn kicks him in the gut. Forearm shot. Throws him in. RPD loops over. Oh! Goes for a drop kick, gets caught. Slingshot. RVDT's on the second rope. Oh, flips over. Lynn. RVD grabs him. Oh, elbow. RVD with a kick to the gut. Throws him in. Oh, monkey flip. Oh, yeah. Oh, RVD, he's busted open on his right eye. Okay. Don't worry. He's still gonna go through with it. Mm. Oh, that's good. Good Mountain Dew Zero. That's what I'm going to do for uh, Forbidden Door. Mountain Dew Zero, Sabuto's Pizza, and some Cheesecake Factory. Oh, RVD kicked to the gut. Oh, and a forearm. And another one. Kicks him in the shoulder. Oh, and a right hand. Kick to the gut. Hmm. Kicks him in the gut again. Oh, forearm. Off the rope. Oh! Back body drop. RVD's on the outside. RVD goes to slam him. Nope. Lynn blocks and slams him instead. Springboard drop kick! And RVD is down on the ground there. He's on the mat, though. Um, well, yeah, there's blue mats there, but uh, it does show some concrete there. And Jerry Lynn off the top. Oh! Plancha. Mm. <coughs> oh, yeah.
Oh, Lynn with a drop kick. And now Lynn, oh, leg drop from the second rope there, right on to RVD's head. One, two, and no, Rob kicks out. Yeah, you know, I mean, the thing about RVD and Jerry Lynn, I mean, these guys were, I mean, I would definitely put their match up there with um, Steamboat and Flair and that it was, they were just five-star matches, you know, and it, no, it wasn't all just chairs and and tables and stuff. I mean, you saw high-flying moves and you had, and you had some technical wrestling as well. Oh, as we see Jerry Lynn with a bulldog right there from the ropes. Cover. One, two, no! RVD kicks out. Fans chanting for RVD as Jerry Lynn goes up to the top. And oh! Alfonso tripped him up. And now he's holding the chair. And oh! Lynn takes it. Nails Bill with it, and oh, got Rob with the chair shot. And now, oh, he gets crotched on the top. Springboard, oh, back kick. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Now Van Dam, oh, he stomps on his head. Now, oh, stomps on his head again. Referee's checking on Jerry Lynn. Looks like he might want to stop this match. But oh, this is pay-per-view, baby. Uh, Lynn looks like he's knocked out here. He's busted open. And Van Dam, oh. Puts him right back in the ring. The referee trying to check on him, but nope. Alfonso having none of that. And throws him into the guardrail. Goes over. He's right there with the fans. Fans chanting, EC Dub, EC Dub. And of course, you gotta chant, EC Dub, EC Dub. That's going with the RVD, RVD. Oh, yeah. And here's Rob. Oh, flying clothesline. Right into the fans as Jerry Lynn sits on a chair. Oh, yeah. Of course, Van Dam, no stranger to flying in to the audience. Of course, we all remember the infamous... ECW television title match with Bam Bam Bigelow. And Lynn, oh, drop kicks RVD. Right over the guardrail. Now Lynn. Rolls back in, and oh, Van Dam stomps on him. Van Shanning, RVD. Oh. Now, oh, forearm shot by Van Dam. 
Throws him in. Oh. Lynn rolls him up. No! Van Damme misses with the clothesline. Oh. Kick to the gut there by Lynn. He's got him up for a pile driver. Nope. Oh, and Van Damme's got him. Oh! Alabama slam. Rolling. Nope. Oh! Got him with a martial arts kick. And now... Rolling. Oh! Sentani missed. And oh, Van Damme kicks him. He gets kicked right in the gut. On oh, a form. Throws him in. Gonna go for a monkey flip. Nope. Right in. Nope. Tornado DDT. Van Damme blocks it. Oh! Into a bridge. One, two, no! Alright. And now Van Dam. He's got Lynn up. He pushes him into a corner. Kicks him in the gut. And he sits him on top of the turnbuckle. And he's delivering the right hands. Oh, and Lynn nailing the back of the head. Ooh. Oh! Powerbomb from the top. Nope. Sunset flip powerbomb. And Lynn didn't get the one, two, three. And now Lynn... Oh, short arm clothesline. Shades of the Dynamite Kid. <laughs> All right, and now Lynn. He's got a table. He sets it up on the outside, and there's Van Dam doing some right hands. Oh, throws him right in the guardrail. Monkey flip. Oh, Van Dam puts him right there into the fans, right on that chair. Alfonso throws the chair and oh! Van Daminator! Oh man, Van Daminator. I mean, he went right off the guardrail and bam, Van Daminator. Van Dam, he's got Lynn. Oh, Lynn blocks it. And, oh, slams it into the ring post. And now Lynn delivering those right hands. Oh, trying to put him up on the corner. No, Van Dam nails him with some right hands. No, Lynn with some right hands of his own. Oh, he's going for a tornado DDT. And Van Dam. Oh, back bite drops him through a table. Oh, right on the timekeeper's table. The fans shedding. Holy shit. Holy shit. And holy shit indeed. Fans 
chatting the whole fucking show. And that's what RVD was back then and still is. The whole fucking show, motherfuckers. Now, Van Dam suplexes him on the guardrail. Yes, stomach first. And now, off the ring apron. Oh! Corkscrew TNT leg drop. Oh, yeah, that was one of his signature moves there. And oh, look at the blood there. From Jerry Lynn. And now Van Dam rolls Lynn back into the ring. One, two, oh, and Lynn kicks out. Now, Van Dam, oh, drop kick right to the knee of Jerry Lynn. Oh, punch, flip, chair, oh, drop kicks the chair right into Jerry Lynn's face. And now, they're outside the ring apron. Van Dam. Oh, slams his head right into the turnbuckle. Oh, he's got to put him up on that top turnbuckle. Oh, no. Jerry Lynn. Fighting him off. He's going to go for a tornado DDT. Nope. Van Dam. Oh, clotheslines him right back into the ring. Oh, yeah. Oh, springboard leg drop right on the back of Jerry Lynn's neck. One, two, ah! Lynn kicked out. And now, oh, Van Dam with a forearm shot. Oh, kicks him. Oh. Some more forearm shots. Throws him right into the turnbuckle. And now, oh, Lynn back body drops Van Dam on the ring apron. Shoulder tackle. Another shot there, right hand. And now, Sunset power bomb through the table on the outside. Holy fucking shit. And the fans chant ECW. Oh, man. Van Dam looks out. <laughs> oh, he's starting to come too, but uh, for a minute there, it looked like he was out cold at a block of ice. Oh, yeah. What a match. And Van Dam, oh, looking at the replay, oh, my goodness. One, two, no, Van Dam kicks out. Oh, Van Dam looks busted open, too. No, oh, wait, he was busted open earlier. Well, now it looks like he's bleeding from the nose there. Here's Lynn. Oh, Van Dam with a boot to the face. Alfonso tried to... Chair? Nope. Van Dam misses with a kick. There's a chair. Oh, throws the chair right at Fonzie. German suplex. One, two, no! Kicks out.
And now Lynn scooping a slam. Oh, he's going to the top. Oh, kick right into the head there by Van Dam. Oh, and some right hands. Now, oh, right hand by Van Dam. Now he's on the top rope with Lynn. Oh, Lynn trying to fight him off. Oh, they turn around. Oh! Van Dam and Lynn fall, and Van Dam gets crotched. Van Channing, you fucked up. <laughs> eh, that's the thing about ECW fans. They were always brutally honest. <laughs> and now Lynn throws the chair. Oh! Drop kicks the chair right on Van Dam, and Van Dam still kicks out. For a sunset flip. Oh, god there. Van Dam rolls out. Rolls through. One, two, no. And now Lynn. Fredo pile driver. Nope. Nope. Lynn rolls up. One, two, no. Van Dam kicks out. Punches him off. Oh! Split-legged moonsault. One, two, no, and Lynn kicks out. And interestingly enough, that used to be Van Damme's uh, finishing maneuver, the split-legged uh, moonsault, when he first arrived in ECW. But then, of course, it later got changed to the five-star frog splash. <clears throat> Uh-oh, Lynn. Oh, Van Dam. Snap Marin. Oh, spinning leg drop. And now Van Dam up top. Five-star frog splash. Oh, but that hurt. took a lot out of Van Dam. Van Dam, he goes for the cover. No, Lynn. Rolls him up. One, two, no. Clothesline, nope. Van Dam, nope. Oh! Lynn, Van Dam, he frogs over, throws the chair, Vant! Daminator again! Oh, good assist there by Bill Alfonso. And now Van Dam, he's up top. Five star again! One, two, three. The winner and still the ECW television champion, the whole fucking show, Mr. PPV RVD. Oh, yeah.
Uh-oh. Call Jerry Lynn back. <clears throat> Showing some respect. Here's the extreme replay. was one hell of a match man one hell of a match rvd versus jerry lynn and in my opinion that was the best match they had throughout their whole entire rivalry and if you haven't seen it go watch it on peacock or on youtube wherever it is go look this match up hardcore heaven 1999 watch it you will not be disappointed and that's going to do it here for Matt's World here on Wrestle Talk Wednesday. And Friday, of course, we're going to be looking at Rubber Woman Part 2 of our American Horror Stories Watch Along. Hope you all enjoyed it. And until then... This is Matthew Barris saying, don't have a, a good day. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Uh -huh.